Krishna, Krishna. Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of Dialectic Spiritualism, Vedic Views on Western Philosophy by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. The book is presently published as Beyond Illusion and Doubt, and this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast. I'm your host Sula Lita Devidasi, and we are continuing chapter number four, Origin, where we left off here. Mm. So this state is also described in Bhagavad Gita. Vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shuni chaiva shvapakecha panditah samadarshanah Quote, the humble sages, by virtue of true knowledge, see with equal vision a learned and gentle brahmana, a cow, an elephant, a dog, and a dog-eater. Outcast. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 5.18 when, was, when one is in the body of an animal, he cannot understand his spiritual identity. This identity can be best realized in a human civilization, in which the Varnashrama system is practiced. The system divides life into four ashrams, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, and Shudra, and four Varnas, Brahmachari, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, and Sanyasa. The highest position is that of a Brahmana Sanyasi, a platform from which one may best realize his original constitutional position act accordingly and thus attain deliverance or mukti. Mukti means understanding our constitutional position and acting accordingly. Conditional life, a life of bondage, means identifying with the body and acting on the bodily platform. On the Mukti platform, our activities differ from those enacted on the conditioned platform. Devotional service is rendered from the Mukti platform. If we engage in devotional service, we maintain our spiritual identity and therefore are liberated, even though inhabiting the conditioned material body. Jai. Disciple. Origen also believed that the interior man or the spiritual body has spiritual senses that enable the soul to taste, see, touch and contemplate the things of God. Srila Prabhupada, yes, that is devotional life. Disciple, during his lifetime, Origen was a famous teacher and was very much in demand. For him, preaching meant explaining the words of God and no more. He believed that a preacher must first be a man of prayer and must be in contact with God. 
he should not pray for material goods, but for a better understanding of the scriptures. Shila Prabhupada, yes, that is a real preacher. As explained in Vedic literatures, Shravanam, Kirtanam, first of all, we become perfect by hearing. This is called Shravanam. When we are thus situated by hearing perfectly from an authorized person, our next stage begins. Kirtanam, preaching. In this material world, everyone is hearing something from someone else. In order to pass examinations, a student must hear his professor. Then, in his own right, he can become a professor himself. If we hear from a bona fide spiritual master, we become perfect and can become real preachers. We should preach about Krishna for Krishna, not for any other person within this material world. We should hear and preach about the Supreme Person, the transcendental personality of Godhead. That is the duty of a liberated soul. Disciple As far as contradictions and seeming absurdities in scripture are concerned, Origen considered them to be stumbling blocks permitted to exist by God in order for man to pass beyond the literal meaning. He writes, quote, Everything in scripture has a spiritual meaning, but not all of it has a literal meaning. Unquote. Srila Prabhupada Generally speaking, every word in scripture has a literal meaning, but people cannot understand it properly because they do not hear from the proper person. They interpret instead. There is no need to interpret the words of God. Sometimes the words of God cannot be understood by an ordinary person. Therefore, we may require the transparent medium of the Guru. Since Guru is fully cognizant of the words spoken by God, we are advised to receive the words of the scriptures through the Guru. There is no ambiguity in the words of God, but due to our imperfect knowledge, we sometimes cannot understand. Not understanding, we try to interpret, but because we are imperfect, our interpretations are also imperfect. The purport is that the words of God, the scriptures, should be understood from a person who has realized God. Disciple Origen did not believe that the individual soul has been existing from all eternity. It was created. He writes, quote, The rational natures that were made in the beginning did not always exist. They came into being when they were created. 
unquote. Srila Prabhupada, that is not correct. Both the living entity and God are simultaneously eternally existing, and the living entity is part and parcel of God. Although eternally existing, the living entity is changing his body. Nahanyate hanyamane sharire. Bhagavad Gita 2.20 One body after another is being created and destroyed, but the living being himself exists eternally. So we disagree when origin says that the soul is created. Our spiritual identity is never created. That is the difference between spirit and matter. Material things are created, but spirit is without beginning. Natvevaham jatunasam natvam neme janadipa Nachevana bhavishyama sarvevayamatah param Quote Never was there a time when I did not exist nor you, nor all these kings, nor in the future shall any of us cease to be." Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 2.12 Disciple Origen differed from later church doctrine in his belief in transmigration. Although he believed that the soul was originally created, he also believed that it transmigrated because it could always refuse to give itself to God. So he saw the individual soul as possibly rising and falling perpetually on the evolutionary scale. Later, church doctrine held that one's choice for eternity is made in this one lifetime. Mm. As Origen saw it, the individual soul falling short of the ultimate goal is reincarnated again and again. Srila Prabhupada Yes, that is the Vedic version. Unless one is liberated and goes to the kingdom of God, he must transmigrate from one material body to another. The material body grows, remains for some time, reproduces, grows old and becomes useless. Then the living entity has to leave one body for another. Once in a new body, it again attempts to fulfill his desires and again he goes through the process of dying and accepting another material body. This is the process of transmigration. Disciple It is interesting that neither Origen nor Christ rejected transmigration. It wasn't until Augustine that it was denied. Srila Prabhupada Transmigration is a fact. A person cannot wear the same clothes all of his life. 
our clothes become old and useless, and we have to change them. The living being is certainly eternal, but he has to accept a material body for material sense gratification, and such a body cannot endure perpetually. All of this is thoroughly explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Dehinosmin yatha dehe kaumaram yovanam jara tatha dehantara praptir dhiras tatra namuhyati. Quote, as the embodied soul continuously passes in this body from boyhood to youth to old age, the soul similarly passes into another body at death. A sober person is not bewildered by such a change. Unquote Bhagavad Gita 2.13 Shariram yadavapnoti yachapyu kramati shvarah Grihitvaitani sambyati vayurgandhan ivashayat Quote, the living entity in the material world carries his different conceptions of life from one body to another as the air carries aromas. Thus, he takes one kind of body and again quits it to take another. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 15.8 So, this process of transmigration will continue until one attains liberation and goes back home, back to Godhead. Jai. So, we have completed chapter 4. How it's incredible how Origen had like many of his his conceptions about preaching and about the soul, except for when it was created, which it was not, but mood and understanding. It was very much according to the Vedic version, according to the original. And tomorrow we shall read chapter number five entitled Augustine. And we already heard about him in today's chapter. He was the one who rejected reincarnation. So from here, Christianity goes into different direction. So it will be interesting. Yes. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I, I remember reading this book two years ago and it completely blew my mind. And I loved it to the core of my heart. And this time that I'm reading it, because of this whole podca podcast arrangement, I'm able to dive into it deeper and remember more points, which I'm very grateful for. So, Jai. So, may we perfect our Shravanam hearing to be able to do Kirtanam, which is glorifying the Lord, speaking and preaching. Jai. So, thank you so much again, and we will see you tomorrow. Yes, have a nice day. Hare Krishna. Yeah, the link to this book is in the description. And you can check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. You will find books, catalog, and episodes timeline, and articles, and all the links to all the books. So check it out. Hare Krishna. <laughs>